We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So national pundits are constantly on the airwaves saying that Lamar Jackson shouldn't step foot on the field this season without a contract extension. But they also said he shouldn't report to Ravens training camp without a deal either, and he did anyway. So today, we'll roll back the numbers to reveal why Jackson can afford to be so patient, even when others think he shouldn't and is risking too much. I'm Bobby Trossett with Sarah Ellison. It's Wednesday, August 17th, and this is your Morning Ravens Vault. After Zach Wilson had his knee surgery Tuesday, it's Joe Flacco who is now in line to start for the Jets week one. We look at why the QB change is not good news for Baltimore and how Flacco is now set to become a major pain in the Ravens' butt. Plus, the Ravens are betting on outside linebacker Adafe Owe in a major way, and the second-year player explains how he's trying to take another step forward to boost Baltimore's defense. We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, as we sit here and tape this episode, we are 26 days out from week one of Baltimore's regular season, which is Lamar Jackson's contract negotiation cutoff date. Yeah, Sarah. Remember what Jackson had to say specifically on that deadline? Here he is during his most recent media availability. Yeah, we're coming up to it. Like, it's coming up. It's coming up. You know, season coming up. We're going to be good for the season. Any update on, on the contracts that you No, I no, no updates. No updates. <laughs> so, Lamar, I mean, is it fair to say that you want to have it done or not done by week one? Yeah, for sure. So, obviously, that approach as a player who's representing himself throughout this process makes a whole lot of sense. Negotiating and going through the grind of an NFL season as a quarterback, no less, isn't realistic. We've briefly touched on this in prior episodes, but not nearly as thoroughly as we're about to. What if Jackson chooses to continue betting on himself and is comfortable going the franchise tag route instead of signing a long-term extension? Yeah, Sarah, that's a legitimate possibility for Jackson based on how things are playing out. Before we talk specific numbers, though, 
Listen to the angle ESPN's Marcus Spears took on this exact topic. If you think about Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins has made $159 million. That's more than any other quarterback that's currently hmm. playing in the NFL. He did that through getting franchise tag. Right. You look at Dak Prescott franchise tag. I don't know what the number hmm. is, but I'm sure that Lamar number would be upwards of 40-plus if he played on a franchise tag, as Adam alluded to the next two years of owning his rights. He may be content with doing that. It's, it's a two-year, $80 million deal, essentially, if he doesn't sign an extension after this, before this season or even in the next offseason. So I, I would have had pause because as former players, you always think injury. That's how our minds are programmed. Get to your bag before you get injured. But we saw Dak Prescott ankle get twisted three ways and still get $40 right. million because his team – like the Baltimore Ravens, and not as much yeah. is dependent on Dak Prescott and his performance, especially going into this year for the Cowboys. So I look at Lamar's situation totally different than I would have looked at it three years ago, four years ago, mm-hmm. with injury concerns. They exist, but it's not that killing your yeah. career like it used to be. And I think Lamar has that card in his back pocket as well. So interesting stuff there from Spears, who actually spent part of the 2013 NFL season in Baltimore as a reserve defensive end for the Ravens. Right, and eight seasons in Dallas beforehand as well. But Bobby, I want to hear more about the approach Kirk Cousins took in betting on himself. Yeah, Sarah, how about this? In 2018, after being tagged twice, Cousins secured a three-year, $84 million deal, all of which was fully guaranteed. Now, we know Jackson's fifth-year option comes in at just north of $23 million fully guaranteed, and that's for 2022. But if he too were to be comfortable taking the franchise tag approach, number eight would be looking at 43 million for 2023 and 52 million in 2024, both of which obviously would be fully guaranteed tag deals. Yeah, that's that's crazy money. But then you have to think about how the QB market will have skyrocketed by 2025 when he'd be up for a new contract. Right. Come 2025 free agency, if, and it remains a big if Jackson chooses this approach, he will have already made $118 million by 2025 and could very well tack on another $100 million in guaranteed money in what would really become a Kirk Cousins-like three-year deal. All right, so if I'm crunching the numbers correctly, that's $218 million plus in fully guaranteed money over six years. And then Jackson would be scheduled to become an unrestricted free agent in 2028 at the age of 31. Yeah, Sarah, to put this in perspective, Josh Allen just received $100 million fully guaranteed, which includes $150 million in total guarantees, but that's over a six-year extension. He's scheduled to become an unrestricted free agent in 2029 at age 33. So long story short, while the popular national narrative claims that Jackson shouldn't even step on a football field until a long-term extension is reached. Don't overlook the possibility of Jackson taking the road less traveled because let's face it, that's been his MO throughout his entire football journey to date from the jump. Yeah, well said. He's as unique a player as there is in all of professional sports today. But still to come here on the vault, could Joe Flacco starting under center for New York give the Ravens trouble in week one. Stay tuned. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate 
isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So Zach Wilson underwent a successful knee surgery Tuesday, but the Jets are not willing to bring him back until he's fully ready. According to Adam Schefter, Joe Flacco is now in line to be the quarterback under center when the Ravens visit the Meadowlands in week one. Sarah, do you think the Ravens view this as good or bad news up at the castle? Yeah, I got to say, I think it's leaning more towards bad news for the Ravens because, first of all, now the Ravens have to prepare for more than one quarterback, which is never fun and extremely time-consuming. Plus, of the two quarterbacks, Flacco may put up the better fight against the Ravens simply because they are his former team. NBC Sports' Chris Sims believes that Flacco could become a major pain in the Ravens' butt. Man, Ravens coming to town? Whoa, you get to deal with that defense and all the crazy things they do? Uh, Joe Flacco's got experience against that crew and what they do. Uh, th- this Their defense in Baltimore, I don't think it's going to be a whole lot different than what it was under Don Wink Martindale there, who's now the D coordinator of the Giants. You know, the guy they got there, he was also a Ravens guy as well. They've been running that system for a while there. So in some ways, I look at it and go, you know, from the mental aspect and how to pick up the blitzes and all the crazy disguises that Baltimore can do, Joe Flacco is going to be a calming presence for the Jets when it comes to that. He's going to be like, well, I saw this in practice every day. I know what to do. And he might even be able to clue his guys in a little bit on, hey, coach, when they line up, we line up in this formation, they like to do this and this blitz, and they like to check to this coverage. So I do think there's some positives. He's certainly not the Joe Flacco of old, but I think the Jets have maybe a solid enough team here and him to be smart, but they can be a pain in the butt here early on in the year, even with Joe Flacco at quarterback. So I'm not giving up on them quite yet. You know, I think Sims makes a great point. From the Jets' perspective, they, of course, want Zach Wilson out there. He's their franchise quarterback, and they want to bring in that era. I get that. But from a Ravens' perspective, who would you rather face to better ensure you get the win? Well, if I'm John Harbaugh, I want the inexperienced and unproven Zach Wilson. 
I don't want the Super Bowl MVP and 14-year veteran that knows my defense. Here's more from Sims. I bet you in some ways, Harbaugh's probably like, ah, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, fluster the young second-year quarterback. We got this, we got some new shiny pieces on defense, and I would have loved to blitz his ass and do all these crazy defenses and see if he could handle it all. And now he's probably like, well, Joe's going to have answers. Joe's going to, this isn't going to fluster Joe. I mean, we've seen Joe Flacco. Nothing flusters Joe Flacco. That's what he's amazing. I was on the field for his his second playoff game in the history of his life. I mean, the, we were the number one seed, and he, he acted like he was a 10-year veteran. Oh, big deal. Oh, Albert Hainsworth's about to hit me, and Keith Bullock, big deal. Well, zoom, laser down the middle. He's got a great way about him that way, and uh, he's not going to get rattled by this Baltimore Ravens football team. So uh, I'm sure there is a part of, of Harbaugh that's like, damn, you know, we're, we're going to lose that advantage of, of being able to try to trick the quarterback a little bit with Flacco underneath the center. Yeah, Sims hit the nail on the head there. Here in Baltimore, we all know Joe Cool is unflappable, so he definitely won't be rattled. But Sarah, how have the two teams specifically reacted to the news of this potential matchup? Right. Well, both head coaches are saying all the right things. Jets head coach Robert Sala said that he has all the faith in the world in Joe. And Ravens head coach John Harbaugh said he respects Joe and that it won't be easy to prepare for him. Harbaugh also added that no matter what happens, once a Raven, always a Raven. But I will say that Jets wide receiver Garrett Wilson, yeah, he doesn't seem too torn up about this quarterback change. He seems to like catching passes better from Flacco than from Wilson. The difference between catching balls from Flacco as opposed to Zach Wilson? Uh, yeah, there's definitely a difference. You know, it's it's a lot of experience right there with Flacco, and uh, you know, I feel like everything with him is is he, he has to take some pace off and put pace on the balls. You know, he kind of does a good job of of making uh the passes you know receiver friendly. That's the best way I can put it in the words. You know, it's it's they're pretty easy to catch. Um, take some off the ball when you're running the slant route versus you know out route or put some zip on it because it got to be you know things like that. So. I'll say that. Bobby, let me add one more thing that I'm noticing on social media. This may sound crazy, but there are some Ravens fans quarreling over who to root for in this game. Now, most fans put team over player, but the love for Flacco is so strong that a smaller minority is going to be rooting for him over the Ravens. Yeah, Sarah, either way, this Joe Flacco-Lamar Jackson matchup will be one for the books. It's the Ravens' Super Bowl MVP against the Ravens' league MVP. Both quarterbacks have been loved and embraced by this fan base, and I don't know, something tells me we will not forget this game for years to come, regardless of the final outcome. All right, Bobby, it's time for our player profile. Let's focus in on second-year outside linebacker Odafe Owe. How's he looking ahead of year two? Owe was recently asked where he's at development-wise as he prepares for his sophomore season in Baltimore. Listen to this. I feel like I'm just, you know, a little bit more comfortable. You know, things are slowing down. Uh, like I said, my legs are getting a lot stronger, so it's helping me. You know, be more explosive and like bend the edge and stuff like that. But in terms of like general schemes and stuff like that, it's getting more uncomfortable, more comfortable and understanding, you know, where my place is in the defense. So helping his time together well. So in OA's rookie campaign, the former first round selection out of Penn State logged five sacks and 33 tackles 
That was in 15 games, which did include two starts, Sarah. Right, and that was in the midst of a steep learning curve as a pass rusher with limited technique experience at the NFL level. Yeah, that's a fair point. O.A. relied on his sheer speed and freak athleticism at Penn State, let's be honest. But as he mentioned recently, adjustments have to be made when you're playing on Sundays. If you beat them once, you can beat them, but they're gonna, they study too. Like, you know, in college, it's like you can beat them on the same move a few times. You might beat a guy the first week on one move or even in one series, but he's going to learn. You know, you got to have a counter to that and all that different stuff. And the guys are athletic. They replace well and stuff like that. So knowing that this year, it's helping me have counters to my fastball and stuff like that. And, you know, it's helping right now. And first-year outside linebackers coach Rob Leonard weighed in on this topic as well. First off, he walks in the building every day. He's eager to learn. He said, when I got here, he said, Coach, I want to be the best. So when a player tells you that, it's pretty easy. I just got to hold you to the standard that you said you want to be. So preaching consistency, as you do with all the guys, and he's been great. His attitude's been great, just being the same guy every day. I talk with the Dafe a lot of matching his upper body violence with the violence of his legs. Like he has God-given ability to run and he, he can take off. So working his hands and all those type of things is a big part of his progression. So there's no question a lot is riding on Owe's progression when it comes to Baltimore's outside backer room. Tyus Bowser's recovery timeline remains a mystery, obviously, as he continues to rehab back from last year's torn Achilles. Dalen Hayes, well, he spent the majority of his rookie year on injured reserve. And while Justin Houston proved to be reliable in his first season with the Ravens, the veteran is now 33 and will likely be treated as such with his snap count. Sarah, I'll leave our listeners with one encouraging statistic from OA's rookie season. Micah Parsons, who we know is the NFL's reigning defensive rookie of the year, he led all first-year players with 59 pressures in 2021. The second player on that list behind Parsons is former Penn State teammate. Adafe Owe, who had 47. And before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with the Ravens trimming the roster down to 85 players to meet the NFL's cut-down deadline Tuesday. Among the moves was placing outside linebacker Trent Harris on injured reserve and releasing quarterback Brett Hundley. Also, today marks the last Ravens training camp practice. The team will now shift into regular season practice mode, which means no more fans will be in attendance and the media will only view about the first 30 minutes or so of practice. And during Tuesday's camp session, the defense won the day, but it didn't stop wide receiver Devin Duvernay from reeling in a 70-yard touchdown pass from Lamar Jackson. And in other news, former Ravens and current Panthers center Bradley Bozeman sustained a lower leg injury during Tuesday's practice and had to be carted off the field. And finally, safety Chuck Clark has been one of the team's most consistent performers throughout camp, according to the Athletics' Jeff Zriebeck. Clark is the only defender who has had repeated success in defending against all-pro tight end Mark Andrews in practice. Well, fellow safety Tony Jefferson saw Zrebeck's commentary on Clark and tweeted this in response. Chuck is a true pro and even better teammate. We all got mad love and respect for my guy, 100 straight up. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged in to all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying the show, please consider subscribing, leaving a five-star rating, and sharing it with a friend. 
By the way, we can also be reached by email at BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that's all the time we've got today, but we will be back Thursday morning with the Ravens news you need to know. So come on back and start your day with us here on the Ravens Vault. <laughs> <laughs>